One time I got to a porch and the woman threw the door open and she said, you're hired. She had spoken to other realtors, but because I dropped it off the night before, I didn't even get to go over to Tammy. I'm like, well, do you want to go over? And she's like, nope. Nope, you're hired. You're you're my realtor. So you're doing all of these things to kind of preset in their mind how awesome you are because you are awesome because you have all these great strategies and it's just miles above your competitions. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, You'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. I like to see these faces here. Um, so you guys are in for a treat today. I know some of you probably know Tara Roy. Some of you maybe don't know Tara Roy. But uh, I'm going to do a little intro to this amazing woman who is here to teach you one of her like super secret strategies today. Um, So Tara is one of my really good friends. She's what I call my RBFL. So we have a, we have a little, a little mastermind group and Tara is in one of them. And I've got to tell you, she has like this creative genius to her that I have just, I'm super, super, super admirable of. Um, I, I don't really know how to, how to match that at all. So today I was like, Tara, you know, I was supposed to be out of town today. Uh, I'm not. So I'm here. Um, and I said, Tara, even though you were going to host for me while I was out of town, I still want you here because, um, I think that you have something to teach people and I think people are going to love it. So, uh, stay tuned, buckle up because she's got some really, really cool strategy, uh, a, a super secret seller strategy, uh, to share with you today. So from that, Tara, Take over. My goodness. What an intro. Thank you so much, Linnea. I hope we can live up to that. Thank you. Thank you. Mwah. I'm so happy to be here and see some familiar faces. Hi, everyone. It's good to see you again. If I'm meeting you for the first time, then hello. Good morning. Nice to meet you. So I or guess early spring, I had the opportunity to do a listing appointment with a seller and we called, I called and confirmed the appointment. And later that afternoon, her new agent called me and said, you don't need to worry about it anymore. We're taking this over. And I was like, huh, I didn't even get the chance to get in front of this person. So I came up with this strategy, which has been super, super successful ever since. And I wanted to share that with you today. I call it the standout seller strategy. So let me share my slides here with you. I was calling it seller strategy, but I like standout seller too. (laughs) Whatever works, right? It's just the strategy that matters, not the name. All right, let me share my screen here. The name does the the name does help. The standout. It does help, actually. You're right. We learned about that actually on a coaching call earlier this week. So, standout seller strategy is here. Let me just um, hold on. I'm going to hide these floating controls here so I don't see you. All right. Let me just see if you are, are you seeing a full screen now? We are. All right. So this is my standout seller strategy. All right. So going through, if you're a typical realtor, and this is probably dozens and dozens and hundreds and thousands of realtors in your area are doing this typical kind of old school process, right? So this is 
let's just go through it really quickly. We all know what it is. We maybe learn this from our brokerages. I think we're a little bit more savvy and we'll get to that in just a minute. But this is your typical realtor out in the market, what you're up against. So they take an initial call from a seller and then they'll take some information down. They'll find out their address, the seller situation, maybe ask them a few leading questions. And then they'll schedule some time for a more extended call. So they're at their desk, they're sitting down at their desk, they're actually able to take this call. And um, then from there, sorry, my floating, my floating uh, thing keeps coming up here and it's distracting me. Okay, here we go. Slide. Then they'll have that extended intake call where they'll find out everything about the seller, their home and their property. And then from there, they'll set an appointment for an in-person property assessment, right? So this is pretty typical. This is what your average realtor will do. Then they'll go to the property and they'll meet the seller and they'll take a property tour, okay? And then they'll give some initial thoughts on the home, what the seller needs to do to get things ready for sale, explain their process of working with the seller. They're doing all that in these many, many steps. Then they'll set an appointment to come back to the house. They've already been to the house to see it. Now they're coming back to the house and they're they're going to present to them a, a CMA. They're going to say, we're going to show you what your house is worth. Then they go back to the property and they present that CMA and they hope to sign a listing agreement. Well, between the first and the last step there, a lot of time has passed, right? So that's your typical realtor. We are not typical realtors. We are savvy listing realtors, right? So this is our, we've kind of pared this down. So we take our initial call and then we find out everything about the home and property on that initial call. And then we set an appointment for an in-person meeting with a seller. And we've learned to win before we arrive, right? We're dropping off our CMA the night before. We're giving them materials, our marketing plan. We're showing them that we're kind of ahead of the game. We're giving them a preview of what they're going to see and learn about in our listing appointment the next day, right? Then we go to the property the next day with our CMA, ready to talk about it and ready to give them a price on their house once we've kind of evaluated it from that walkthrough that we're doing. So we're taking, we're removing a few steps there by being a savvy seller. And then we're going to hopefully get that listing contract signed. We're going to get that listing contract signed. But what if everyone, what if you're not the only realtor that is buying for this position of selling this house? What if there's not one realtor, not two realtors, but three realtors that this seller is interviewing to do their house, to sell their house? And what if Julio has an appointment at 10 a.m. on Tuesday morning? And then Jill, oops, Jill's coming at 2 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon. But then because of the seller schedule, she can't fit you in until Wednesday morning, okay? Julio gets there and he's charming and he knows everything about the market and he's a sweet talker. They fall in love with Julio. They could hire Julio on the spot. Or Jill comes later in the afternoon and they discovered that Jill and their daughter went to high school together. They were majorettes together, right? So there's an instant connection. They trust Jill. They love Jill because Jill knows their daughter. They hired Jill on the spot. Well, where does that leave you? You're not coming till the next morning. You had every intention to drop off your CMA the night before and give them all the good info, but you've lost your chance because you've already they've already seen Julio and they've hired him or maybe they've seen Jill and they've hired 
her and 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 you don't have a chance now because you've lost your opportunity only because of the seller schedule nothing that you've done wrong but doesn't that make you so sad makes me pretty sad you've done everything right you were ready to to drop off your your project or your CMA before you arrived you were ready to do everything but you just did not have the opportunity so enter in the standout seller strategy this is where you get a call from a seller you take that initial call you find out their address, and then you invite them immediately to schedule a seller Zoom consultation. Let me say that again. You invite them immediately to schedule a seller Zoom consultation. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing this. They're going to be like, oh, she wants to do a Zoom consultation? On the Zoom, then, you're going to present to them a seven-step listing process. And that's really what the standout seller strategy is about, is the seven-step listing process, because I can almost guarantee you that nobody else in your market is doing this. So you're going to win, win, win with this strategy, okay? So what is the seven-step listing process, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm about to tell you. This is a deck of slides. It's called the seven-step listing process that I've come up with that I go through with my sellers before anyone else even steps onto their porch. I'm doing this on the very second intake. In fact, if you can, if they call you and you have a few minutes, ask them if they can do a Zoom immediately. Ask them if they can get on a get on their computer and do a Zoom call with you for 15 or 20 minutes so you can go through this seven-step listing process with them. So now I'm going to present this seven-step listing process and I will make this available to Linnea if she wants to post it in the group if you guys want to use it, curtail it to what your process is. Um, but this is a winning, this is a winning deal right here. Um, this has won me sellers because I have one before, before I arrived. Okay. So I'm going to talk to you now as if you're the seller and go through this seven step listing process. And remember the seller has just reached out to you. They may have reached out to other realtors, but no other realtor is getting in front of them with a beautiful slide presentation that goes step by step by step of what they're going to be doing from the time they meet you until they get under contract. Okay. So you are the seller. I am me. All right, sellers. Well, thanks for taking the time to meet with me on Zoom today. We're going to go over this seven-step listing process together. Step number one is the initial consultation. This is where we're going to have some information gathering time together. We're going to talk about your property information. We're going to talk about your timeline as well. When do you want to sell the house? When are you planning on getting on market? Is it soon? Is it next spring? Let's talk about your timeline. We're also going to talk about your expectations. Have you sold a house before? Is this your first time selling a house? And honestly, even if you've sold a house in the last, even last year, things could be different in the market. And we'll talk about that. And my process is going to be different than any other realtor that you've worked with. So we're going to talk about that too. So set expectations with one another. Then I'm going to give you a market update. We're going to talk about current market trends. We're going to talk about what you should expect when you're selling your house in today's market. And we're going to talk about the average time on market, which is really important, again, to set those expectations as we looked at in the last bullet point. Guess what, seller? This happens today. So we're going to go through this seven-step process, and then we're going to do this information gathering session so that when I'm ready to come to your house, I'm coming to you with all of the information you need to get your house listed on the market. So that is step number one.
Step number two is a comparative analysis. So after our call today, I will leave you for a few hours or a day or two, and I'm going to do a comparative market analysis where I'm going to pull the home sales of your neighborhood, and I'm going to figure out what the sales were from the last six to 12 months, depending on the area that you're in. It's all going to be in your immediate neighborhood, or if you're in a more... um, you know, remote location, it's going to be in within a mile radius, depending on what the data shows us. And then I'm going to pull together what's called a competitive market analysis or a CMA, as we call it in the industry. And that's going to show you all of the properties that I use to comp your property to come up with um, your market price. It's going to show you the search criteria. And I'm going to be able to suggest a market value of your home with this CMA. Okay, that's step number two, seller. Step number three is your home assessment. So this is where I come into your home. I do an in-person tour of your property. I'm going to evaluate the condition of your home. I'm going to take notes and I'm going to take pictures just for me to know what improvements you might need in your house and how I'm going to tell you what those improvements might be. I'm going to review then with you the CMA that I created. So remember in the last step, I I did a a comparative market analysis. I put that report together for you and I'm going to review that with you. Now they don't know it at this point, but I'm going to be dropping off that CMA the night before so that they can get a sneak peek before our meeting. And that's going to wow them too. And then number four is the signing of the contracts. That's step four. So then I just go through in Pennsylvania, what we need to do. That's where I am. We have a consumer notice and I just tell them a little bit about that. And that's just reviewing the types of representation that are available to real estate consumers in this Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Then I talk to them about the exclusive listing contract and how the contract is between the seller and my brokerage, not me. I'm just the designated agent. And I explain to them that exclusive means they can't list with two people at one time. So if you're exclusively exclusively listing with my brokerage, then we're going to be the brokerage that represents you. Then I'll tell them about the seller's property disclosure. So not all states have this, but I think most probably have some form of it. But I talk to them about what that means, how it's a legal document that they have to answer in all honesty. It's 11 pages long. It discloses all of the improvements they've made on the property, as well as any material defects that they know about on the property since they've owned the home. And then I tell them about the lead-based paint addendum if their house was built before 1978. So that is step number four. And then before I go into step number five, I tell them about some important contract details. You'll see a color change in this slide here um, because these are important contract decisions. So it's kind of a standout slide. I talk to them about how the date of their listing is important and deciding everything that needs to be done in order to list their house before we get to that date. So we're tallying up all the time each project will take, and then we're picking a date and working backwards to meet that date of the listing. And then we talk about the price of the listing. That's an important contract decision. What price do they hope to get for for the home? And this is a really important question that I ask I try to ask them on this very call if they've been watching the market. A lot of times when sellers are ready to list, they've been watching the market. They've been looking at their neighborhood, seeing what houses are for sale in their neighborhood and what they're selling for. And sometimes, I'm sure you guys know, their expectations are just wild. They're just completely out of sync with what's happening in reality. So to to put things in perspective, it might not be because they even have 
a disillusion, it might be because they're upside down on their house. So recently I was working with um, a a seller who had about $1.2 million sunk into this house, but its market worth was only about 625. So they were in for like a blast of reality to say, I know that you want to get $1.2 million for this house, but it's, it's not worth that. And it's not going to sell for that in this market. So you really do have to understand what their hopes and aspirations are. So you can set them into reality from the get go. Okay. And then what's realistic in today's market, like I just talked about. So those are important contact contract decisions. And then we move on to step number five, which is getting ready to list. And it takes time and it takes effort to get ready to list. This is your biggest asset seller that you are going to be putting on the market. So you want to make sure that you are ready when you hit the market from day one. So we're talking about committing to a date and working backwards to get there, just like we talked about in the last slide and getting your house ready. So that entails a lot. We're going to talk about that list that I give you and everything that needs to be done. If you need to make any fixes, if you need to paint, if you have If it's an estate sale and you have to have an auctioneer come in and sell everything off, um, staging your home. So these are all important things that we need to do to get your house ready to go to market. But we also need to take professional photography. So we need to leave a little bit of time for that. And I'm also going to do professional videography for you as well so that your your house is going to stand out on the market. I'm going to put advertising dollars behind that. So it's going to reach the masses, not just the few. And then we're also going to list it on the MLS. So step number six, seller is finding your buyer. We're going to set showing time appointments and we're going to set parameters around those showing times. We're going to decide together at what times the house will be available for showing. So if you work in the mornings at home and you can't have people in there, then we'll set the schedule accordingly. We're going to field showing requests for you. We can also give you access. We can give you as much or as little control as you want as the seller over the showing process. So if you want to be the one pressing the accept buttons for every showing request that comes through, I'm happy for you to do that. But if you want to be super hands-off and you want me to handle that, I will take away that privilege from you and I will do it for you. So no problem, whatever you need, seller. And then we're going to review all the offers that start to come in. Offers are going to be reported to you as soon as they're received, and we're going to review them at your earliest convenience because we want to make sure that you know the offers that are coming in on the table. If we have a multiple offer situation seller, then everything's going to be summarized on a spreadsheet so that you can see side-by-side-by-side comparisons of each of those offers down to the smallest contingency so you know and you're educated on what you are going to be choosing as an offer to accept. And then you choose your buyer. Next step, number seven, final step to this process is getting under contract seller. We're going to review the full agreement of sale. And I set their expectations here. For me, this usually takes about an hour because I want to make sure that they know what they're selling. I want to make sure they know all the seller contingencies, that they understand what they're signing before they put their signature to paper. So this, let's allow at least 60 minutes for this. If you have more questions, we can allow more time, but let's do at least 60 minutes for this one just to set your expectations. Then we're going to discuss either the acceptance of the offer or we can also counter offer. So we'll talk about all the different, all the different things that the buyer is offering and how you want to counter or just accept it as it is. So this could be price. This could be settlement date. Any modifications um, on anything in the contract. 
contingencies. If you want a smaller contingency for inspections, you want them to waive some inspections, the mortgage contingency, the earnest money, all of that is up for discussion and negotiation before we would go under contract. Then we sign the contract. And congratulations, seller, you're under escrow. You're into the escrow phase now. And from there on out, I'm going to put out my hand. You're going to take it. And from escrow all the way to settlement, I'm going to handhold you through the entire process. And then we're going to all live happily ever after. So that is my seller strategy, my seven-step selling process, which is the standout seller strategy so that you can get ahead of anybody else in the market that might be coming to also vie for that position as their realtor. So before anyone even hits their front stoop or their porch or through the threshold, before they even shake hands with a realtor, you're getting in front of them with this presentation. And then after you give that presentation, you're going to say, hey, can I have your email address? Because, let me just get out of this, I've created from this, I've created a recap of the seven-step listing process presentation that I just gave them in a PDF that I can shoot over to them just so they have all of those steps set out in a PDF. So already, and then also questions for, for me at the end so that they can come back to me with questions in the end. So already, before they've made any appointments with any other realtor, I've already won them because they're like, wow, this girl is on fire. She knows the market. She's giving me information. So education is super key. We all know that. And we usually do that when we get to their house, when we meet them in person. So I'm saying, let's rewind it a little bit. Let's get them on a Zoom consultation where they're actually meeting you, even though it's virtual. Look at us. We're all in this meeting together. Hi, everyone. We see each other. So this is like the new meeting forum of today, right? So if we get in front of them, I promise you, no one in your market is doing this. So that's the strategy, everybody. Do you have any questions for me? I do. You record the Zoom call with them? Oh, great idea. I don't normally do that, but I certainly think that would be a great idea. So one of the things that we do, I think everything is awesome. One of the things that we do is if we ever have a, a video call, I always get their permission to record it. And then I share my client's Google Drive link with them to use Dropbox. We can use Dropbox. So everything goes into one spot, checklist, everything. And then the video is there too, because that way, if they have questions, cool, they got the PDF, but you're probably going to go into a little bit more detail when you yeah. actually talk about it. So like recording your Zoom calls, that's like the key right there. That's awesome. I love it. Yes. Then you can send them the, the recap and the recording. And right. if they have any questions to go back on, if they want to rewatch it, or maybe you're presenting to one, one person and their spouse isn't there, which it's always great to have both people on the call, whoever's name is on the deed to actually be there because they're an important decision maker in the process of selling a home. But yeah, that's a great idea to record it and send that along with the uh, PDF. Yeah. I love that. Here, Tara, that was. That's that's good. So you do all of that before you actually go to the house. Before you actually go to the house. Yeah. Before you go to the house, get in there, do your presentation. And they're already going to be... And then if anyone comes after you, even if they go, oh, let me see what Realtor 2 and Realtor 3 have to offer. They, ha they don't have that. They haven't done that. You've already given them so much 
information and you've educated them. And so they're already feeling like super happy that you, you know, you're standing out. That's why it's called the standout seller strategy. It's easy, right? It's not, it's nothing super technical. It's nothing groundbreaking or earth shattering, but it's just something that nobody else is doing in your market. I can almost guarantee that. So do you recommend for FISBOs too? If you can get FISBOs on a call, absolutely. If you can get them on a Zoom call, heck yeah. Definitely. I think it could work for any seller. I think I think the thing that I like the most about it is like, I hate wasting my time, guys. I hate it. I hate it. I am a big, like all about time. Um, and so when I go to a listing appointment, I really, my goal is to be in and out in 20 minutes. Like I don't actually like to spend a lot of, like I like to get to know my clients, but I'd rather spend the time just like, getting to know them versus presenting. And so I think what Tara is doing is she's taking away the presentation. It's not, you're not presenting. You're doing what I call a listing conversation. So if you've heard me talk about listings before, I talk about how I only have listing conversations. I don't ever do listing presentations because I don't like them. Um, And I love that. I love that you're doing it in advance because that's exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. So by the time you do this, right, you do this, you do this consultation as I call it, um, you thought you called the conversation. I called the consultation, um, half a dozen to one six of another, right? So you do this and then you send them or you, you drop off the CMA the night before. I'm telling you, by the time you get there, they're probably not even going to want to talk about the CMA. They're probably not even going to go through everything. You've already, one time I, I, I got to a porch and, and the woman threw the door opened and she said, you're hired. She had spoken to other realtors, but because I dropped it off the night before, I didn't even get to go over the CMA. I'm like, well, do you want to go over? And she's like, nope, nope, you're hired. You're you're my realtor. So you're doing all of these things to kind of preset in their mind how awesome you are because you are awesome because you have all these great strategies and it's just miles above your competition. So it's definitely winning before you arrive and it's it's educating them and it's taking, it's saving time. You're right. Because this, I mean, you can drag this out. They might have some questions, but make it as long as they want it to be. This this can be a 10 minute conversation. This can be a 10 to 15 minute slide presentation, maybe 20 minutes at the tops once you get it down. But look at how long it took me to give to you. Probably about 12 minutes for me to go through that. seven. Twenty-two slides in there. What's that? 122 slides and you did it in about... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, Yeah, super easy. And you'd only be giving them the the seller, the seven steps uh, sellers process is what you'd be giving them. So that's, I mean, that is 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes if you talk slower than I do. Super easy, super easy. And you're getting in front of them before anybody else gives them a handshake. So I'm happy to provide this for you. Oh, good. Thank you, Grayson. I'm glad you like it. Anybody else have any questions for Tara? No, man, Tara, you wowed everybody. They're like, I can't. The last group had lots of questions. So I'm glad that you guys are picking this up, picking up what I'm throwing down. Um, and and get a hold of those slides. <laughs> how yes. do we get a hold of those slides? Yeah, Linnea, how do you share slides with everybody? I'll be in the Facebook group. So if you're part of the Facebook group, just pay attention to the posts that we'll make. If you don't have the Facebook group, Milu's going to put it in the chat for you right now. Um, but that's where everything is always shared. Yeah, so take, take that seven-step stellar strategy curtail it to your own business, fix it however you want with, you know, the different steps that you might use in your own process. It doesn't matter if our steps are different. It just matters that you're getting in front of them with, with your process. Steve. Hi, Tara. Um, Hi. Just if, if you're, uh, if you're going in second or third 
like does does it do you think it's still it's are you are you prepping the the seller for like knowing everything about the process already so that they like they're making it are, are you making it faster for them is that is that what it's coming out to so be or? at the point that you are talking to them you are immediately scheduling this this call at this point you don't even know if there's competition so you don't know what order you're coming in you don't know when you're coming so you're trying to nip it in the bud before they even think about other realtors and maybe they will want to meet with other realtors but even if they do you've already given them this presentation of all the steps that they go through as a seller and what they need to do to prepare their home for sale. So you're doing this before you're, so even if you're last in line, I can't imagine that you would be because you're, you're going to, you're already giving them all of this information. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of look at it as like, this is kind of like the, the almost like a pre onboarding, right? Cause in my process, yeah. In my process, we have a five-step process. It's the discovery, then the onboarding, right? And then once then they go into pre-listing, then they go into active, then they go into contract. So this is what I would consider the onboard. Like the discovery is like that first piece where you're just kind of like, okay, let's see if there's like even kind of a personality match, right? You're just trying to decide if you, even, if you can even carry on a conversation with them. If you can't carry on a conversation, probably not going to work with me. And I'm probably not going to work with you. So that's kind of the first piece. And then I kind of see this is like the onboarding piece. I don't tell them it's onboarding, but it's pretty much the on, it's pretty much what we're doing. We're onboarding them. We're telling them like, this is the process this is what you're going to do. And then when you're going to the house, it's more like, let me customize this process for you versus like, this is the generic process. And then let me customize it for you in person. And Have you had cl- sorry, sorry, Tara. Have you had cl- uh, customers actually say, you know what, you don't have to come over just send me the, the paperwork or whatever like have you had that uh, i haven't had that yet but i imagine that's definitely in my future like you're going in there you're going in there not cocky but you're going into the zoom presentation pretty confident that you're going to win this business because you're you're giving them all the information they need up front and they're going to be they're seriously going to be wowed i i've had sellers tell me that they've given me my business because this was my process that, that before anyone came to their porch i had already told them what it was going to be like to sell their house I think there's a there's something big to be said about winning before you arrive in general, right? That like yeah. so I think the more you can do, the more you can do before you actually meet them face to face. Like I've only this year I've lost one listing only because it was totally not like our we were not gonna work together well. But every single listing the re, that they hired me, it was because by the time I got there, they saw how much work was put into preparing for this. And it's really not that much work. It's pretty much like, you know, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram post where I did my, my little pre my pre-market packet, but um, it's, it's a prepared packet. It's not like I have to put it together for every house. Uh, but I think that that's just, that's like winning before you arrive. That's the key right there. The more you can do up front, the better it is for everybody. Isabel. Yes. Hi, Tara. Hello. Um, hi. When you drop off the CMA package, um, do you include anything else in the CMA package? And also is your package, is it something that wows the, the seller? So people do this differently. I What I do is I do my whole CMA. I just leave out the part where the market value is. So I leave that blank because that's what I'm going to talk to them about the following day. Because if I leave that on the table and they're seeing another realtor the next day before me, they might, you know, they might... Um, argue on that point of, of what the, or I can get you more than that. So that's the part I leave blank, but then also the marketing plan of how, how I'm going to market their business, which is usually well, always better than what the competition is doing because they don't know how to, 
advertise properly on Facebook and Instagram and, um, you know, YouTube. So I'm, I'm leaving the marketing plan and then also the CMA and then maybe some, I don't know, truffles or something, something in there that's not going to melt in the weather. <laughs> just a little something there for them. And then call them and say, hey, just drop this off on your porch. Put this on your door handle. This is for our meeting tomorrow, but I just wanted to give you a pre preview of it. Thank you. You're welcome, Isabel. Daryl has yeah. a good question in the chat real quick. Sorry. Oh, yeah. How would you present the seven-step process if you can't get them on a Zoom call right away? Well, like if you can't get them on immediately, I would just say like, when can we schedule a Zoom call? Because I think that's an, like I would, I would tell a seller, it's an important part of my process as a realtor to walk you through what it's going to take to sell your house before you even get there. So you understand and you know what the market looks like and you know what you're in for as you're going through. So I would just, I would just really position it as this is a very important first step for us in our relationship. So if you can't do it now, well, you might not even be available now either. You might be on the road when they call. So just set a scheduled time for say it's a 20 minute call. It's just a brief preview of the seven steps to what it takes to sell to get your house under contract. Yeah, and if you guys are doing, I think you, I could, you, I would probably do it like this. Uh, my 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 version would be, uh, you know, I always do a pre-listing um, uh, appointment confirmation. So everyone, all of my all of my appointments always know before I come over. I'm going to call them the day before, and I want them to at least give me 20 minutes. So I'm going to go through. I have a, I have a pre-qualification process, right? So that's actually when I would do it. I would just tell them, look, we have the appointment on Thursday. Cool. So on Wednesday at 12 o'clock, do you have 30 minutes? Because we need to get on a call uh, so we can talk about the my process talk about the process and i think that that's so important i think it's i think tara you nailed it when you talked about like like putting it as your process because the reality is you guys you want to be working with clients who respect what you do and if they're if they're going to kind of skip this step and pretend like it's not important quite honestly like that's up to you guys to decide if that's someone that you really want to work with so right that's what i that's how i would put that Yes, because this is your process, right? This is this is becomes part of what you do. And if they don't want to conform to that and they just want to do the traditional measures, then how hard is it going to be to get them to want to, you know, do other things that you want to do with them as a real thing? So, so it is your process and you're you're in control. At this point, what you're in control. All right, Katya, hi. Hi, sir. Adara, how are you? Good, how are uh, you? So you actually answered my questions um, about the CMA. I wanted to ask if you put an exact value or a price range. Or it looks no. like you leave a mm -hmm. price and you don't do Not even a price range? Ever. Nope, nothing. Okay. Nope. Nope. And my second question is, um, I'm kind of getting some leads that they're not so tech savvy and they won't be able to do the Zoom. What do you will suggest in this case? If they can't do Zoom at all, I would then print out this presentation or bring it on your laptop or bring it on a iPad and say, when can I meet you? And then this just becomes your first meeting. It's not ideal, but that's what I would do because you're still going to you're still going to be giving them different information than another realtor is going to do. Could you also like if they're not tech savvy, are they able to watch YouTube? I'm sure that they can probably turn on their phone and turn on a, click a link to a YouTube video. That's true. You could pre-record it. Yeah, as an unlisted video on YouTube and just send it and just make sure before you go there, confirm that they watched it. So 
And what you will suggest, for example, if the person is the only one on the date, obviously has to make the decision, but the kids are so involved that they will listen more the kids than, you know what I'm saying, when they make the decision, how you proceed in this case. Um, I would just say to them, you know, you're the only one on the deed. If they say, well, my kids really want to be involved. I mean, invite them to be involved if they want to be involved. But you you are working with them as the seller. So they they have to make the decision of who they want to consult with on their end. Right. So I wouldn't say, no, you can't have your kid on this call, especially if they're older. Maybe they're not, you know, maybe they're not in their best element of thinking and making decisions or maybe they it's overwhelming to them absolutely like there's anyone can be on this call it's giving them information and if they're the ones that are going to influence their parent or their spouse or whoever is on that deed to to make the decision of who to work with then you want to you want their attention you want them on that call because you want them to see how awesome you are okay develop the relationship with everyone involved Yes, anyone involved in the decision-making process, even if they're not the person on the deed, should you, you want to get in front of those people. Okay, yes. thank you so much. Yeah, there's been, plenty, there's been plenty of listings that I've taken where it's not even like, I never even talked to the actual like person who signed the, paper, the paperwork. Like they were there, but I talked to the daughter the whole time. It was quite clear that she was the one making the decision. So right. she was the one that I built that relationship with because I knew like, whatever, whatever she said, her, her father would go with. And so like, you just got to kind of, you got to kind of read, read your audience and you got to be able to talk to the person who you need to talk to. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Tara, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. And just a reminder, if you haven't heard, I have a fix my systems course coming up. It starts October 12th. Milu, can you put the link in here? Uh, We do have a beta group already, but there are some openings still. I've got only just a few slots left. It is $597 for four hours of uh, group coaching with me. Plus you're going to get access to my systems, my tools, and my processes to be able to Get business from social media that doesn't cost any money. So uh, if you want to know how to not spend money and be able to work with people you want to work with, uh, this is going to be an awesome course. So Milu, do you have the link? <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> okay, guys. So wait, what, what now? Oh, shoot. She's gone. Oh, shoot. Let me put it in there for you. She, she disappeared. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm sorry. My oh, internet is like... <laughs> Right here I am. There it is. There it is. Sorry, sorry about it. <laughs> All right, you guys. So there it is. Uh, no, that's the wrong one, Milu. That's the wrong link. The sandstorm link. Hold on, I'll get it. Yeah, sorry about it. That's okay. We have a few of them. We have a few things coming in our business. There you go. So if you guys are interested in that course, um, go ahead and register for it. It is. It will not be available to everybody. I've had people ask if recordings are available. Only if you pay for it. And this is stuff that you have not heard me teach before. Um, so if you want to know how I close about 75% of my business organically from social media without spending money on ads, this is exactly what I do. So this is the right place to be. Um, but there you go. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next Friday. Everyone. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.